Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike N8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. And today you're going to ask us. This is uh, a rare episode. Uh, Baby Arm and I were getting ready to record an episode of Ask Eliza Anything. I'm currently shooting a movie in Montreal and I flew home to LA uh, for dog squeezes, also to see my husband, but um, to do a couple things in the middle of the shoot. And we decided to do an episode and on our way in, a smoky man was like, maybe I sit in. And I was like, you know what? I was thinking the same thing. Why let a good big brain go to waste? So here he is, everyone. My husband, holder of tofu, a smoky husky. You got to sit up. All right. Come on, you invited us to be included. Now you're not even... Get in there. Get up on that mic. It's got okay. some hot bars. I'm they right can't here. see the dog. Well, I know, but she wants to sit at the table. Okay. And and baby arm. You guys have to share a mic. We only okay. All right. Okay. You and I share a mic? Mm, it's my show. You guys stay on the other side of the room. I pass you after I ask the question. Okay. Yeah, we will... Uh, all right. If you want to share a mic, you got to come on this side. Oh, typical husband, wife. Will they, won't they? Who's sleeping on the couch tonight? <laughs> Kick it. I, I love saying that. I, 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 in my dreams, I hear you going, can't get, but it's really me. But it's you that says it every single episode I am, multiple times. talking to the same girl who listens to her own podcast for quality assurance. Do you listen to a full episode through? I usually fall asleep, I'll be honest. Okay. But it's usually on airplanes That's and fair. the altitude gets me. Can't get. Okay. Anonymous, hey, Eliza, how would you go about telling your fiance they need to stop being a slob without exactly calling them a slob? My fiance and I did live together prior to getting engaged, and in total now, we've been living together for six years. It's a daily battle to get him to do the bare minimum. He leaves his dirty work socks all over the apartment, dishes are his enemy, he will make a coffee, leave the sugar jar open on the counter, and then once he has finished his coffee, he will just leave his cup wherever he finished it. We've bickered about his lack of ability to pick up after himself since essentially the week he moved in. He always acknowledges he's pretty messy and says he'll make an effort, but never does. We've just purchased our very first home. We're beyond excited to make it our own. We won't be able to resell it because it'll be shitty and it'll be all gross. So get ready for that resale value to go down, down, down. Wait, so what are the positives in this relationship? (laughs) I mean, it could just be like, I'm a little sloppy, right? Yeah, but it's not. Smokey gets mad because I always cut things on a dish rag. 
Like I won't take a plate out. I'll eat things off magazines. He's like, he's like, what do you have against plates? And when you leave stuff around, it's cuter because it's just like little tiny doll shoes that just like <laughs> I can accidentally kick halfway across the room because they're so light and tiny. Oh my gosh, thank you. Um, I really think it comes down to lack of respect because let me guess, you always clean his stuff up. And then it's, you know what sucks is how quickly women turn into the annoying enemy. Like, oh, she's nagging me again. And you don't feel sexy when you're nagging him or like bickering like his mother. Like, pick up your things, Tammy. So explain to him that, like, you don't feel like having sex with him when you have to mother him. And he's being a little bitch and it's not hot. Right, babe? It was a big turning point for me in my life when I used to have roommates, when I realized that I cared more about having a clean house than I cared about who cleaned it. When you're, like, stop keeping track of who's doing what, who's owed what, and you just do it. That being said, if you're supposed to marry this person and you're doing it all the time, that sucks. I I think you go with what I said. Because those are roommates that were dudes. And you're like, look, and you're a chef. So you're used to having a clean kitchen. You're always cleaning anyway. He knows you're going to do it. You'd be like, I don't feel attractive. And this isn't fun for me. And if he still won't do it, leave him. Oh, but he's amazing otherwise. You either decide it means enough to you to go to the mat or you have to just clean. But he is a fundamental lack of respect. Like when people are late, what they're telling you is that like they know that they can get away with it. It's just rude. It's a choice. It's not like he limps. And I find that offensive. Yeah, unless there's like a, a comparative counterpoint that he puts up with on your end. Right. He's like, well, you're always bringing in dead animals. So, and Emily, I almost feel like you shouldn't answer this because your car looks like a bomb went off. And My I am always on you. It's messy. It's, 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 if somebody's going to come over, there's got to be prep. I've told Emily, I feel like a mother to you because I'll be like, here's money. Go get your car cleaned. And even then you're like, okay. I get a detail. After I like threaten yeah. your physical safety. Yeah. Some people are just like detailing is not the problem. Detailing <laughs> is not the problem. It's the details of how dirty it is. Am I hurting your feelings right now? No, I don't care about it. She's my looking at me, she's like, betrayal. My dirty secrets. No, but Could you I- detail out those empty blaze potato chip bags. Can you guys work your own microphone? <laughs> You're the one put your hand in here. I'm trying to move it so that you Okay. I angle. feel like we both it's we Look just got the, it. Do the bars is it picking us up both up like this? It's picking it up. All right. So right. you can keep it the same I'm throwing place. it down. See you after the break. I would be very curious if you saw my apartment, how you would feel about it. I'd probably start sweating. <laughs> I'm really anxious. <laughs> it's hard in a confined space as built-in carpeting and a cat to really do much. You also, when you live alone, it's a little different because you have no one to bounce it off of. Like we all, yeah. especially as girls, like we all tend to get like a little gross, like. I don't know. It's just, it's clutter. Like, I just have things I get. I bring them home. I put them on a table. You That's why I tell you I don't you. have, yeah. Yeah. I don't have table space. Like, Which I don't have a flat surface. I'm always like, can I give you a gift? Can I give you but flowers? You think of, okay. Here's how my apartment is. You go in the door. This is actually an intervention for you. <laughs> That's what I know. You go in the cat door. Yes, here. Uh-huh. God, I'm going to have to cut out his name. Uh, the, I feel like people have figured it out. They know his name is Noah. Because you were on the podcast. They know his name is Noah. A dog mouth. The, you go in, it's one room and then a kitchen, okay? And the one room has a bed and a couch and a coffee table. No, this is so not interesting. I'm just telling you, that's- What that's, is this podcast? Oh my God, we have guests on that just describe the layout of their house. Okay, you come in on the second floor, <laughs> but downstairs is an extra room. That happens on Reddit when people will be telling a story and they'll draw and paint like a layout of their house and you can never follow it. You don't know what they're trying to explain. That's like when people talk about traffic. Like, you know, when you're in the middle lane, but you're trying to mer- you're trying and you're just like, I don't care. Let and me you guess. Know. You got fucked over in traffic. So what? We have no more polar bears left. 
can't get. I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Anonymous. Hi, Eliza. I've had a crush on a close guy friend for approximately two years after he graduated from our high school. I know the feeling. He currently attends school. Wait, how old is she? He graduated high school. She's get into that mic, otherwise they're gonna miss your sweet jokes. Watching. I swear to Christ, Noah. (laughs) Not in front of the fans. Scott's also a very good editor. This person's in college. Let's get Scott in here. 
people were excited that he came back. They're like, I missed his snappy one-liners. I know, I like Scott. We gotta be back with him soon. Uh, okay, crush. Two years after he graduated from our high school, he currently attends school two hours away from mine. Now it seems like this woman is in college, okay? And this other man goes to college two hours away, okay? Same age. I've thought about asking, no, older. She's older. He's older. Okay. I've thought about asking him out several times, but A, I don't know if because of my family that I could have a long-term relationship with him. B, if long distance is worth it. And C, if the feeling isn't mutual, I fear that neither of us will be comfortable being friends. In my previous relationship that ended on good terms, I sometimes feel awkward around them as friends. So I don't know what to do about my crush because I don't want to ruin our good friendship. Pursue it. Forget it. Please help. Also, much love for Tianfu. Oh, Tianfu. Okay. First of all, he lives two hours away, right? Right. Like how good Who is cares? this French? It's not that good. Here's what you're trying to do. There's like this hot dude. Here's what it is. There's a hot dude in high school that you had a crush on. You never told him. And now that you're all kind of like this nebulous same age and you're, you're in college? Uh, it seems like, yeah. You don't want to date someone at another college. What you want to do is hook up with this dude because you've been fantasizing about him forever and you're like revved up and ready to go. He, I'm assuming he finds you somewhat attractive. I don't know, but what? What's that based on? Because guys aren't really friends with a girl. Like if they're actually good friends, like he probably at that age, like he probably thinks you're cute. Unless this is like fully academic based. Anyways, what you want to do is like sleep with that hot dude that you thought was so hot and have bad sex, burst your bubble, never talk again. See you at an alumni event. And, you know, rejection is not that big of a deal. It's really not. Um, I did this once. I, uh, years later, met up with someone who I had gone to high school with. And I just was like, by the way, I thought you were so cute. He was like, I thought you were cute. And then we tried to date. Didn't work. But he's a cool guy. So I also uh, had a high school boyfriend who years later, I'm just like, locking eyes with my husband as I'm telling the story, but it's true. And you're not going to lose any face. And in my high school, and then, and then it was fun. Like whatever. You're not confined to the same academic walls of high school. It won't be awkward. If he says he doesn't have feelings, big fucking it. You never see him again. You're in college. It's a super transitory, transitory. Yep. Sure. Transitive time in your life. Transitive? No, Transition. transitive is different. It's transitive property. Transitional? Transitional. What's the go. word for 200? <laughs> That's our daily double. Quow, quow, quow. Uh, Along those lines, you ever have that thing where there's like somebody you had a crush on when you were in like middle school yeah. or high school, and yeah. then you see them now yeah. and they're not attractive, but you still kind of have a thing for them because mm. it's like, it's just sort of like a built in. I don't know. Do you? Uh, <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> um, I look back and I'm like, what was I? What? That? I thought that was hot. Uh, what you want to do is like hook up with him and have your like teenage dream heartbeat going. And then you'll hook up and you'll be like, whoa, your dick was weird this whole time. We'll be like, yeah, that's why I never talked to you. I'll say this. Uh, later in life, you'll find oh, that uh, getting rejected by this person will be way more uh, beneficial to who you become as a person than hooking up with them. So there's no downside. Yeah. Just, you're fine. Also, you're in your own. Girls always forget that like you have your own shit going on. You're in your own college. You've got your own like sit-ins to do and women in film club to attend and whatever your college is. I can't imagine a school that like doesn't have film. Your own farming program. And he's doing his own stuff. You're going to experiment. You're going to hook up with a caterpillar. You're going to go to Bali for the summer. Who knows what you're going to fucking do? But it doesn't involve worrying about this guy. So tee it up. If you get rejected, big fucking deal. He's probably ugly anyway. Do you want to see a photo of someone I thought was very hot in high school? <laughs> yeah. Should wait, wait. Is this you? a movie poster? No. Okay. That dude's hot. He said, don't say that he was in, he's like 16. 
That dude is so hot. He's not 16 now. No. But that was from when it was like 17. Did you hook up with him? No. <gasps> Let's message him. No. I feel Can, like he's somebody that I looked up and I was wait, like, oh no, things have gone This awry. dude should be the cr- picture for our episode. I'm not using that man. Be like, do you know this dude? Because he's super hot. <laughs> I know him. And I know where I think Okay, he's- you know what? Because up until now, I wasn't sure what what you found acceptable. So good to know. You aim high. That's a hot that dude. <laughs> no, it's just like, okay. Like. Hot dude. What's there his name? Go. Let's say it on the air. Just real quick, just whisper it. Just say it to me. <laughs> just say it to me. I just want to know if Why he's a hot name. His name. Just say it to me. Ben. Ben. Yeah. That's my brother's name, so That's, not a hot name. There you go. Moving on. I feel like any though. Also, my grandfather's name. name. And Max. you're married to somebody else. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that I thought a 16 year old from like 1999 is hot. <laughs> and the problem was that he had your brother's name. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, I see hot dudes all the time. Lucky for them, Lucky I'm taken. Them. <laughs> I don't fucking care. They gotta look out. None of this matters. All right. Now let's cut that out. Ben. Ben from, <laughs> where are you from? Macon? No. Where did, not, no. Not Atlanta. You're from the other one. Decatur. Where yeah. are you from? Yeah. Atlanta. Ben? Oh, well, that doesn't narrow it down. All right. That dude was hot. Yeah. You guys should see this dude. <laughs> Noah, describe that hot dude. All right. Picture uh, going to Burning Man. <laughs> That's probably what's happening now. Dude, get out of my brain. All right, another anonymous. Hi, Liza. First off, I love your show. You can't keep doing anonymous ones. My, that's where, okay, that's where people are people, sending them because we've been off okay, the grid. Listen to me. Sack up and use your name. But we haven't posted like then send you don't us get your real questions. Okay. We're, we're, I'm going into the archives because we have this time together. It's tea time. <sighs> I love your show. My wedding was two weeks ago. During the wedding planning process, my mom, my, no, these are, that's why I'm doing these. They're more recent. God, you're the worst. <laughs> Just because you like going hot awry. dudes better than me. <laughs> I know hot dudes too. I'm looking right at you, Noah. Okay. Tofu, Okay. All right, there's a lot happening. My wedding was two weeks ago. During the wedding planning process, my mom micromanaged every tiny tiny detail and wanted to scream at me for being lazy and pathetic whenever some tiny detail I couldn't even control didn't go her way. You probably could control it. My wedding was amazing, but I'm very relieved it is over so I can enjoy being married and not deal with the stress of daily conversations with my mom. But now that the wedding is over, my mom is obsessed with how much money we received from guests. Mm. She does not want the money. She just wants to know how much we received and wants us to open a special account for the money. Is this weird? I feel like it's information she doesn't need to know. She claims she needs to know how much my dad's coworkers and friends gave us so she can thank them. We are already sending thank you cards. So I told her what we received from those guests. Now she wants a spread spreadsheet with what everyone gave I'm sorry us this just seems like a new way she wants to control me she paid for the entire very expensive Wait, stop, stop. wedding I didn't know I had a sister because this sounds like my mother <laughs> to it like this is getting eerie the I, spreadsheet is is too much no at one point the I go I wonder if her mom asked for a spreadsheet in my head and then you're like she asked for a spreadsheet yeah this is my mother this <laughs> anonymous person okay um no it's not weird and uh What's the joke? If you want to plan a wedding, have a daughter. (laughs) You don't owe. You don't need to tell your mom how much money you got from your wedding. I don't care if she paid for it. She didn't. No, you don't need to tell her, but she definitely needs to ask you for it. Uh, Also, the here's the thing: if you've already, I think your mom just wants to make sure that she thanks the appropriate people and 
kind of knows who didn't send you money. I think she's looking out for you. Uh, her wanting you to put the money in an account is what mothers do. She wants to make sure that you're putting money away. This is only for your future. It's annoying because I'm sure you want to spend some of it. You don't owe her a spreadsheet. You sent your thank you notes and that's that. And you want to be able to judge all the people you know in your life. For sure. And so does she. Um, but I'm just saying uh, for a woman who has a mother that would ask something like this, and I've learned to just be like, I'm not answering. Don't care. Don't care. Um, but she's probably just looking out for you, especially since she doesn't want it. She just wants to make sure you make prudent financial decisions. Um, but it is up to you to disclose what you want to disclose. I don't, I think a spreadsheet's unnecessary. It doesn't matter how much they gave. They gave what they could afford and you sent Mm -hmm. a thank you note. Mm -hmm. Assuming you're trustworthy, that should be that. You're not like putting in Excel formulas. You don't need spreadsheets. None of us know how to do that. Does Instagram have an Excel app? I know. An Excel function? (laughs) Ding dong, kick it. All right. Hey, Eliza, Emily, Scott, and Tian Fu, and Noah. They, they didn't say it, no. I'm at it again. Aww. Can't wait to see you in Maryland for my birthday. Uh, here's my question. How did you pronounce that state? Maryland. Like, Mar- 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 now that I said it up, Maryland. Wait, are you and Scott Maryland. going to this person's birthday in Maryland? Yes. Wait. <laughs> We're all going. Well, I'm- Maryland. 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 Uh-huh. Maryland. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Cougar turn. My partner and I've been... Russian sleeper cell. (laughs) Maryland. I was thinking if I wanted a song to start off my sleeper cell activities, I would want it to be from the mom and Oh, the activation? Yeah. Like you hear ABBA and you're like, must kill Uh everyone in approximate. My partner and I have been together for 12 years. He and I both put on weight over that time, both being at our heaviest at some point. Neither were ever skinny in my opinion, but smaller. In the last year and a half, I have gone through a major weight loss, down over 200 pounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. He himself has also trimmed down and gotten leaner and more fit. I feel like sexually he is not attracted to me or turned on by me. To keep things fresher, we have opened our relationship up to playing with others to satisfy our needs. Emotionally, we are there for each other, but sexually, it's like an unattended plate of spaghetti noodles with no sauce, drying out and cold. Help, Gary from the Maryland Eastern Shore. Oh, it's two men. Oh, it was supposed to be anonymous. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> Gary said his name. Um, I feel like we're not qualified to answer these questions. <laughs> That's this whole podcast. I can just tell you, like, look, I only have experience in a heterosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all I know. But I can tell you that I think once you, oh, and look, all these pansexuals that are like, I sleep with eight people at once and I love it. Yeah. You tend to not hear from grandpa the story of his open relationship and your two other grandpas and grandmas who are all dating and still together. I think when you open it up to other people, it speaks to a bigger issue. And while it is a temporary bandage, uh, the wound is much deeper. And it sounds like you guys are on the road to like just being friends. You may not, you may have become different people with this weight loss. These things change people, not just mentally, but chemically, spiritually. And, uh, you, it doesn't, I don't think that that's a great solution to open it up to playing with other people. I don't and like you, It sounds like you don't play. feel attractive. He doesn't necessarily think you're attractive. Well, I'll say this. If this was the solution you were looking for, you wouldn't have written this question into us. Mm. That's the truth snake. The truth snake. Struth. 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 Yeah. Emily's like, I'm just backing away. Um, that being said, I think there's probably better sources to get yeah. uh, it doesn't professional sound advice on Angel, this Angel Cake, congratulations on losing that weight. Angel Cake? 
I said angel cake. I didn't know if that was their name, but I nope. missed it. Okay. No, uh, I was just trying to think of an endearing term, something sweet. I don't like it. Congrats on losing that much weight, but you also, in valuing your body, you also need to value yourself, and I don't think you want to be treated this way. Oh, yeah. look at Dr. Phil. Dr. Philomena. That's me. We're both a little bald. Okay. Kick it! Okay. At once. You can't right. use the momentum. I, I'm, Tobu, I'm trying to let her I live. just dropped a jewel of advice. And right. you're like, all right, let's let this turd sit like spaghetti getting cold. Why can't people think about it for a second? Is she already in there? Nobody cares. Move okay. on. Anonymous. Don't uh, yell. I'm sorry. The microphone. On my commute, people will try and have full conversations with me. I am wearing full-on headphones. No rinky-dink AirPods. This is in your car. But wire and all. I'm assuming public transport. Yeah. <laughs> but when I first read it, I did think that. But wire and all headphones, so it's obvious I am not mentally here. Is there a way to avoid conversations and human interaction at 7 in the morning that is more obvious than headphones? Love the podcast. Very excited for Tofu to be part of your fam. Thank you. Did they say big cans or they said AirPods? Big cans. No rinky-dink AirPods. They got big headphones on on the train and people are like, bah, 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 bah. Well, Here's a question men don't ever get asked. I'm assuming it's a dude. How are you dressed? It's anonymous. Are you asking for it? Uh, here's what you do. Uh, I do not assume it's a dude. I definitely assume it's a woman. Oh, here's, that's why. Load up on a book and those headphones, and sunglasses. And here's the best thing I can offer, even if you just do the headphones, ignore. Something is happening where they say something and you engage. Like, they're like, oh, and you're like, yeah, totally. And then they know you're not listening. Ignore, ignore, ignore. And people will be like, oh, she just didn't hear me. Ignore. If you don't want to talk to anyone. Or get one of those, like, business cards from Joker. Where oh. it's like, sorry, I have a condition where I don't touch people on bun buses. And then you just ignore them. You just, spoiler alert. Yeah, that was the most uh, important part of the film. I will tell you, as a comic, as an actor, there are times where you are around people you don't want to be talking to. Whether it's a green room or maybe you're on set and you don't have the energy. Or someone's pissing you off and I have mastered the art of staring blankly ahead and pretending I am so into my own thoughts that I just can't hear the annoying person. Ignore. Nobody's going to keep talking at you if you've given them zero indication, but you are allowing a conversation. So that's it. It's probably not happening as much as you think. That's it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with <laughs> pretending. Like, I just think if people talk to me and I don't think they know that I can hear them, I just pretend I didn't hear them. I do. It all. It's, a, it's the LA way to be. I'm sorry I wasn't listening. I'm just so in my own right. asshole. Yeah. What? Or just those, like, where you are mouthing a... That you're on oh the phone. Oh my God, that's so like, funny. I, I have I had to, fake I conversations. I don't know how to pantomime verbally. <laughs> over a <laughs> over podcast? A <laughs> All right. Is what's yeah. verbal pantomime? Is that just talking? <laughs> <laughs> okay. About nothing. Yeah. You got to be quick with it. Leave the Anonymous. dog alone. She's fine. Hi, Liza. I love your podcast and stand up. I'm 18 and so is my boyfriend. Due to me having a poor home life, I am moving in with him and his family as we can't afford our own place, but staying at my house is mentally draining. My boyfriend's 22-year-old brother also lives there and his 24-year-old girlfriend Ooh. stays three days a week. His girlfriend hates my guts because I'm a girly girl, but I'm not the only one she's rude to. Even my boyfriend's mom and dad don't like how she treats people, especially since she is a guest in their home, soon to be my home. How do I handle her rude comments on unwillingness to be a part of the family and to get to know me as a person. P.S. Hey, baby, I'm Scott. I know. Uh, I think you kind of just have to 
put up with it until you can <laughs> not have to deal with it anymore. Sometimes people just suck and you're not going to get along with them. Yeah. There aren't a lot of tricks around that. Uh, yeah, it just sounds like just one of those shitty things that happens to you when you're 18. Yeah, I mean, she. there might be other reasons she doesn't like you. It might be because she has a job and you don't. She looks at you like a freeloader or she looks at you like you're running away from something. I don't know the situation. What I would advise, though, is um, in this new home, uh, you ingratiate yourself as much as possible to your hosts and do, like, as much housework as you can and, like, make it easier and that for the fact that you're there. It's Wait, not your job to win her did over. Did it say that she moved into their place? She's, yeah, she's Or they all into, got a place together? So she's moving into the parents' place. Got it. Where also the brother and his girlfriend The live. brother's girlfriend is, is the, the one church. that doesn't like her, and she just lives there three days a week. Like, she just visits. Yeah, what you want to do is make everyone like you more than her. Yeah, so do some housework. Like, be, like, a gracious guest. Yeah. Um, And also, don't move into your boyfriend's house. That's my advice. Especially your boyfriend's parents' house. Yeah, this is, that's, this is tough. I, I don't know what your home life is, but... It's I, obviously an improvement. Um, otherwise, you wouldn't have done it. But, you know, keep working on improving it again. Yeah, and just know that you're going to run into girls and guys that are just assholes, and that's more of a reflection of her. So you just work on your relationship and your school and your job, and uh, don't be messy like the person in the first question. And um, it's not your job to make sure she likes you. It's your job to make sure the parents like you and your boyfriend's cool. That's it. Fuck her. And they're already on the right track. The parents don't like this girl. That would be so gratifying to be. me. Yeah. I just want someone else to agree that the other person is a monster. Oh, I love that. I love when someone walks in the room. We all know that we don't like them. I love to savor that awkwardness. She'll be out of there by Christmas. Next question. Kick it. Anonymous, what are your feelings on the Frasier reboot? And if you had the opportunity to guest star, would you jump at the chance or be afraid it might ruin the magic? I, mean, I would jump at the, I would jump down the throat of that. Did we know there's a Frasier reboot? I think they've been talking about it. They're always, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they talk about that. I, yes, I would love to be a guest star. I would love to be, I mean, they love to give older men like young dates. And at 35, at 36, I might be too old to date him. But uh, I would jump at the chance to be like one of his like crazy patients or something. Or you're, like, dating his son now or something. Yeah, who's, like, 10, 15 years younger than me. But that's cool. And then I can write into my own show. That would be awesome. What do you mean? Why, who is, it's not like don't meet your idols. Like, I would love to do it. Just get to work with Kelsey Grammer. So awesome. Do my impression for him. I already had, we've already had Perry Gilpin and Jane Leaves on the pod. Hopefully they remember me. I think they do. Yeah, they're nice women. Yeah. Check it. Anonymous, hi, Liza. I'm a young widow. My husband passed away when I was 21. It has been a few years, but you wouldn't believe the amount of crazy things people say when they find out. I know it's a little shocking or unexpected, but I still find it really uncomfortable, and I always respond with really awkward or strange things. My question is, what is a polite way to tell people to fuck off without sounding insane? I'd love to be able to respond without sounding like a straight-up idiot. Thanks so much. I know you may not have a lot of experience with this, but I feel like you have a really good way of telling people how it is. No, not not a lot. None. None. Uh, what are you going to say? Because I... Uh, I think it, uh, I think there's not enough information. Yeah. What are we, they saying to you? Yeah, what are they saying to you and what are you saying in the first place? So unfortunately... I, I think just in general, if, if you find out... Some, like let's say she's like 23 now and you find out someone who's 23 is a widow people are like oh my god what happened what, right like, what happened because we always have that morbid curiosity of like yeah. was he decapitated like James Man Jane Mansfield we want to know how they died which is not uh, which is a tacky question but what are they saying that's so insulting you're like my husband died and they're like good 
Like, what are they saying? Yeah, I mean, you can definitely be like, listen, I've talked about it so much and I'm really tired of uh, talking about it. Maybe some other time in the future over drinks, we can get into it, but I really don't want to. You have to understand that it is okay to set your own personal boundaries. And if most people, I always, as just as a comedian, I'm very used to people saying awful things, but no, I have to give them the benefit of the doubt and know that they didn't mean it. You know, I think because you're a comedian, a lot of times people come up to you and just like, they feel like they're supposed to say something crude or or like over the top and that they think might be funny and it always falls flat on its face and without the proper context, just as a regular person, it always just feels like people are just acting super weird around you. Or like on DM people, yeah, and then later like, oh my God, I'm a fan, I wanted to say hi. Oh, you just gotta say hi, just aside. Or hey, big fan, like that's fine. And you can make a joke, but like you don't need to do anything other than be yourself, just like I'm being... And then, like, I'll get on DM people like, oh, my God, what happened to Blanche? And it's like, I don't engage. So someone asks what happened to your husband. You are more than allowed to just be like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Or it was a long time ago. You just make a sentence, a statement and be done with it and be okay with that discomfort that that causes them. Right. With shutting it down. And I find that being confident in your answer tends to shut people up better than uh, I think people tend to prey on sort of uh, unease. And mm. so if you answer it in a way that makes it seem like, you know, I just, I don't really want to talk. I yeah, just, yeah. I, then they go like, no, but tell me why that is. Why right. do you think that is? I, I've a couple times someone tells me something horrible. Like, yeah, and I, you know, I lost my mom and I've been like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they've said nothing back. And what that indicates to me is this was a long time ago. The wound isn't as fresh. I don't even need to acknowledge it. So you can ignore it. I lost my husband at 21. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then you just keep talking. Yeah. You don't have to open that door at all, but you need to be comfortable with setting your own boundaries. Otherwise, people will never respect yours. No, I'll hold the dog. She needs to be comfortable with me holding her. Yeah, that's a problem. That's something I'm worried for for Tofu is whether or not she's comfortable with you holding her. She is. I know. That's all she does all day. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet. While introducing Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. And they have fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state of the art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable and it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already 
stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all of that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza. Next question. Can okay, you... I'm going to have you read this one because it's long. Okay. Is this anonymous? anonymous? Don't say this person's name. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut it out. Salmon. Hi, Eliza. I need your advice regarding my mother-in-law. My husband and I got married almost five years ago. Surprise wedding in our backyard. Uh, Second wedding marriage for both of us. All of our parents were in attendance, but there was a surprise to them and everybody else attending our backyard barbecue that day. Pre-wedding, my mother-in-law loved me, always jokingly calling me her daughter-in-law. However, since the wedding, she unfriended and blocked me on Facebook. When we... When we each asked about her about it, she feigned innocence and got mad that we think she knows how to do that. Never refriended me. Commented on my husband's pics of both of us, but only acknowledged him. Has ignored my B-Day and our anniversary since the wedding. Didn't treat my daughter, who calls her grandma since she was three, the same as she treats my husband's biological son. Had her friend, our cleaning lady, spy on us. And when we found out, again, innocence and then anger, we accused her even when our now- Fire cleaning lady confirmed that mother-in-law asked for info. Has changed her will to include the ex-wife jointly with my husband, property, belongings, medical decisions. Has become BFFs with my husband's ex-wife, who cheated on my husband and broke his heart. Has replaced every picture of my husband, me, and my daughter in their house with pics of my ex-husband's ex-wife. My husband and ex-wife's son and BF. Wait, with her ex-husband's ex-wife? Yeah, with her husband. Like, with, So the girl that's her writing this. Her current husband's ex-wife. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. Not her ex-husband's My ex-wife. husband and ex-wife's son. Okay, yeah, sorry. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> my daughter and... I don't even know where... There's like so many semicolons. Has replaced every picture of my husband, me, my daughter, in their house with pics of my husband's ex-wife. Yeah. My husband and ex-wife's son and the BF and ex-wife... And the boyfriend and ex-wife's new son. <laughs> I've gone to her numerous times to try and find out what the issue is. And she says there's no issue. It's been a year and a half since I have seen or spoken to her because I won't have someone treat my daughter like less than after seven years in her life. And I think she should 100% be cut out of our lives. Is that the only option in this point? Sorry so long. It's been 4.5 years of BS. If you want to creep my IG, I promise to accept your request. LOL. Sorry for the underscore. Aha. So there's an underscore. Uh, um, yeah. First of all, so that's amazing. Uh, it's so much work. That's so so much work. Pictures printed, spite pictures. It's like subtweeting in real life. Yeah. Um, I feel like, uh, you can definitely ignore her and you should probably just leave it up to your husband to deal with this because it's clearly nothing you can do at this point. Yeah, what's your husband say? Is he just like, girls be girls? Yeah, I mean, that's so spiteful and weird, but okay. So so here's what happened. What does his ex-husband, his ex-wife think about it? I... (laughs) Is she prettier than you? Well, okay, so there's... The new, the wife who wrote into us and this man who's now her husband, she has a daughter from another relationship. He has a son from another relationship. And I guess they got married like a surprise marriage. So the fact that everything was fine until they got you married. surprised her and the it mom doesn't like it. But it's been four that. and a half years. Like, Because the mother-in-law was saying like, I can't wait for you to be like my daughter-in-law. Like before so they got they married. they already had a kid too. 
They don't have a kid together. They each have a kid separate from the, each the other. The woman writing us has a three-year-old daughter. Oh, it's seven. The husband doesn't have a kid. They don't have the a kid together. The husband has a kid with the ex-wife. Oh, right. Sorry. A son. I thought um, it was seven years of this kid. Anyway. Anyway. I think just her her daughter. Sure. Maybe they were together for the... Okay. The point is, that is interesting because maybe the fact that it was a surprise, maybe she didn't like that she was left out of that. But to to I'm carry just, that over for so long, like, that's so insane. For sure. I mean, this person obviously has, like, let it fester. Are you cool with the ex-wife of your current husband? Because that might be an interesting ally. And if she's normal, like, she may... By the way, she may have no idea what's going on. Doubtful. She probably gets together with the mother and talks about you. Gives her these pictures. But there is a version where you get with her and maybe you surprise intervention ambush the mom. You you really need to get your husband involved because you don't want to be the ugly wife in between. Yeah, honestly, I think you should basically drop the mom at this point and let the it's husband... It's hard. She's alive and they have a, like, he has a kid. Let he, the husband deal with it. But like, it's not... At this point, you've done everything you can. I would like. I would give it one more good old try. And I would lay all that out and be like, and be like, I know that... I, I just... I'm asking you for the sake of our family. Let me correct anything that I did wrong. Like, put it on you. And if she's like, I don't know, then the woman has dementia. But is this on. the right place? Because she does feign ignorance. Is this the right place to say, look, if if we can't get this sorted out, you know, my I'm not comfortable with my daughter being in this situation, and so I'm gonna have to cut that relationship. Maybe like, do you it's not tell, like she ignores you anyway. Yeah, right. But she used I to mean, have a good relationship with the granddaughter. I think this is. I hate that this is about like two women. Your husband is the one related to her and he's allowing this. Yeah. And it should be the husband being like, we're going to have to cut you out totally. Like you can't, you, or at least please tell us what, what was done wrong. Right. That's a bad energy. So I'm sorry weird. that you're going through. That's brutal. Yeah. Uh, I recently had a family blow up and I don't think there's anything wrong with airing it out. So maybe you and your husband united front, just confront her and just blow it up. Friction makes a pearl, baby. Should they invite the ex-wife to that? Maybe. I don't know if she'll be an ally. I feel like she is kind of in cahoots with the mom. I can't believe the maid was spying. Yeah, what's Did she say friend and maid? Yeah, so I assume it's a maid that maybe she recommended. Who's friends with their maid? Maybe right. it was like her maid and she was like, oh, you should hire her. And then she was giving out dirt. But like, what kind of dirt? Yeah, what's there to spot? Like, yeah, what are you talking about? That's so weird. Dirt, I bet, to go back to the ex-wife with. Oh, she was like, I want to know, alimony-wise, what's my ex-husband spending money on with that new wife and three-year-old of his? But now the ex-wife is in the will. Something's weird. That ex-wife is doing something. I wonder if the she woman got to the is, mom. is yep. senile and the ex-wife is taking advantage. I wonder. I would talk to that ex-wife and see how Machiavellian she is. Because either she's super evil or just a bitch or super innocent. But you yeah. got to find that out. She's your missing puzzle piece. Yeah. Here's what you yeah. do. You get night vision goggles, duct no. tape. It can be the silver kind. Rope. It can be. An airtight alibi. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a ticket to my show. Go in, change in the bathroom, come out the back way. Delete this podcast. <laughs> Kick it. Anonymous. Hey, Liza, just Hold started. Li- my closing advice, blow it wide open at a family event. Be like, let's fucking get it, baby. It, tell me. Because it's not getting any easier and this is your chance. I worry it's now the, I'm now worried that the ex-wife is like taking advantage of an old woman. And have your husband back you up, by the way, so that you don't look like a crazy woman. Yeah. Fucking get into it. Get dirty. Yeah. Get, bring it all into the light. Send in your own maid. Send in your own maid. To get dirt. <laughs> Full. 
Yeah, incognito. Have your friend pose as a maid. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Amazon has cheap maid costumes. Go. What is that, jeans and a sweatshirt? Yeah, it's whatever you want to wear. <laughs> Anonymous, hey, Liz, I just started listening. Love your podcast and shows. My question is about bachelorette parties. She She's eating a photo album? She's out of control. But only up here. <laughs> You're right. I've, I've never been the girl gang type of person. I have a couple of girlfriends, but... Oh, this is so sad. It's a Blanche photo album that she's, she's eating. She's no, eating it. Fuck it. All right, read it. Can she have No, she this? can't. No, she can't have a softball. Right? Okay. All right, we'll try it. Go ahead, read it. Okay, my question is about bachelorette parties. I've never been the girl gang type of person. I have a couple of girlfriends, but none of them are really friends with each other, and a few of them, including myself, are moms. My fiancé has a shit ton of brothers, and he's the baby. Five. Their mother is a saint. So they're planning some crazy stag party. My non-parental friends want to do some crazy party weekend in a big city or cruise. Would it be rude to the friends who want to do the big batch party to say no thanks and go on a vacation, just my kid and I? My daughter's eight, and I just feel like this is a closing a part of my life where it was just her and I against the world for so many years. I'm so sorry. We should start over. Uh, no, I got it. Uh, I missed it. Con it's context. Fine. I'm 28. My non-parental friends uh, are more my age. They're still into the party and bar scene. The answer is this. It's your thing. It's your do thing. whatever you want to do. do if you, you, you want to go off with your if kid you go off with your and kid. get your kid drunk, then <laughs> do it. No, no. But whatever you want to do, it's your... Bachelor, my brother didn't want to have a bachelor party. He doesn't, wouldn't like the idea of all those things that he would typically do. So no, we, he's, and he's divorced now. So well, not because of the bachelor party. <laughs> so we rented a cabin in the woods and cooked pasta and drank scotch and went swimming. And yeah, it was even great. your bachelor party, it was like you ate tasty food in Tijuana mm -hmm. and Baja. Okay, excuse me, and Baja, but it was like an eating trip. It wasn't like strippers, blow prostitutes. I mean, those things all happened. I didn't do any of them but well why didn't you look at me when you said that huh uh i mean mine was like we went to a nice dinner my friends watched me dance one of my friends cried of course like it's whatever you want that's yeah, it that's they it. can celebrate you fine they can send some money that's it that's it the wedding and the bachelor party if they want to do a night out in your local town like if your friends are like let's all go have dinner together yeah. like fine but you don't need to go do a trip to appease no. other people no you have to do it to support other people who are getting married. Yeah, it's but not you don't have their to do it. party. Yeah. End of story. Goodbye. Bye, Janfu. Where does she think she's going? She's going outside. Uh, sorry. Kick I just it. opened one and it was. People I are I tuning in. I was told that someone would be kicking it. Kick <laughs> it. Okay. The anonymous. Last week, you had a question about a wedding. Mentioned people who don't bring gifts. Oh. I'm definitely someone who's guilty of not bringing wedding gifts Boo. for people. Boo. I think it's tacky. People expect guests <gasps> to bring gifts to their wedding, and I have literally zero extra money to spend on gifts. We're planning our own wedding right now and buying a house, and I am making the least money I've ever made, albeit in my dream career. Did I say that word right? Money? Albeit. Albeit. What's the protocol when I just literally can't afford to pay via a gift to go to a friend or family member's wedding? Nope. That's tough. What if you really can't? I mean, can you just get something like cheap? Yes. Okay. Also, anybody who has any tact will have moderately priced items on their registry. It's not all like $300 serving platters, but you're getting married and you are going to want people to bring you gifts. Part of the whole... 
idea is that you're getting married, you're starting your life with someone and you need things. Yeah, and you say so you're buying a house and you can't get anything. Like yeah. it's, that's you can afford $50, $30. If they have a honey fund, you can contribute $30, you know, yeah. to you know, buy us drinks. It's that, the gesture. It's the gesture. Give what you can. I mean, the funniest thing is when I like contribute a small amount or like I buy someone like a trash can they registered for and then they have to write me a thank you note. Like, thank you so much for our beloved trash can. It will have a special place in our heart and homes. So, um, yes, you do. Because here's why. They're paying for you to attend their wedding. It's constant. It's a constant symbiotic relationship. You're bringing like- It's a like, trade. It's a, but it's constant because it's- it's a it's a system because they're cre- they're you're celebrating their happiness. They're providing food and alcohol that you're partaking in, and basically paying them back for that is you giving a gift. Like it's a lot of swapping, and you do have to give a gift. You're gonna want gifts at your wedding. Yeah, I mean, it sucks if your friends just have like crystal as their only option. At that point, hand them an envelope with some money in it. That's all. And, and you know what? If they're really your friends, they'll understand. Yeah. I definitely didn't expect anything. Some, Write a nice card. Put some cash card. in it. Put 40 bucks in there. Uh, a hug gift certificate. <laughs> Free dinner at my house. Bring the ingredients. $50 Starbucks gift card. But they are spending money on you to come to that event. So, or just don't go. You don't have to get a gift then. Right, I mean, it's expensive to go to the wedding. Because they're going to, because they're going to have a nice clothes. We already covered this while you were in the bathroom. I wasn't in the bathroom. Because they are going to say, oh, she can afford a house and she can't afford us a gift. I mean, that's what's tough. That's what they're going to say. Yeah. Kick it. Kick it. (laughs) Anonymous. Hi, Eliza. I recently had a friend decide she wants to join the gym with me. I think it's a great thing for her as she's recently went through a breakup and was struggling with her mental health. However, she will only go with me and is completely dependent on me telling her what to do, showing her how to use everything. 80% of the time, I don't mind at all. But sometimes I just want to go in, get done what I need to get done, focus on myself and get out. In the past year, I've lost about 30 pounds and have another 30 or so to go. How do I politely explain to her that occasionally I just need the me time on my own? I don't want to hurt her feelings or discourage her. Thank you. P.S. I was at the AC show this summer. My whole group had so much fun. It was great. That was a good one. That was a good one for sure. Um, it's a pretty hotel. Is it me or does this podcast have a lot of people asking you how to tell other people yes. something that they're not it's because it's a lot feeling of women. comfortable about? A lot of women. It's them. never a dude like, I don't want to hurt my bro's friends. <laughs> um, I look. fuck my friend's wife and I don't know how to tell him. <laughs> Uh, don't use my handle. You are allowed, like, first of all, it doesn't sound like she's always with you when you go. You just, it's like all, what is it? Squares are rhombuses, yeah. not all rectangles are square. All squares are rectangles, not all rectangles are squares. She always goes with you. You don't always go with her. So you could right. just go to the gym. It's not like she Wait, has Wait, like, how does that apply? She she always goes to the gym so with you. You don't always have to go with her. Meaning, she's a rectangle. No, I don't want to do it that way. <laughs> yeah. She, not all squares are rectangles. All rect, Not all rectangles are squares. All squares are rectangles. You don't need to tell her when you're going to the gym. You can also just not pick up the phone, not answer a text. And when you got to be like, hey, sorry, I was just getting in a quick workout. Um, and you might also, when you're there, ask one of the trainers, all gyms have trainers to come up to you while you're working out and maybe like try to sell her on a package and be like, yeah, he knows a lot more than me. Chances are you're not giving her great tips. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't realize I was doing squats wrong until I was like 33. And I do a lot of squats. It's a big year for you. I mean, I'm just saying. So get someone involved or say to her, I have to be honest, like I love working out with you, but I don't want to do it wrong. Sometimes I want to go really fast and I don't want to discourage you. If they can't hear you on that level, then your friend needs some other kind of help. 
You're supposed to be friends, not her mentor. Right. I wonder how, I was going to say, like, if you get a trainer for her, even if you just get her, maybe there's like an introductory class or something, just because that'll make such a difference if somebody just gives her, here's three things you can do. Yeah. But also like most gyms have like a training session for free or you get yeah. a consultation. Yeah. Have them come over. Or go to YouTube. Like there's, it's. No, I'm saying can, to have someone that handles her so that you don't have to do it. I mean, like she should go to YouTube and like look up stuff. And it's like, it's, there's not the person, the, the friend, like there's other ways to get advice about a gym without having to spend a bunch of money on it. Right. I'm saying she's already at the gym. So like, let's say you're at Planet Fitness. You're already there. Call over one of the trainers and just be like, help my friend to take it off your plate. And if you say to her, sometimes I just want to work out quickly, or I don't always know the best thing, but I'm so glad you're working out. I think, you know, and if she can't hear any of that, like that's not your friend. Sorry. Right. Her men I mean, mental health, whatever. Like you're not a doctor and you're not her mother. Like she's your friend. But this idea that we're like, codependent with our friends. You're already taking control of your life. Help her to do the same and then move on. I do understand that annoyance of like, I don't like when other people aren't being considerate of me in the same way I'd be considerate of them. Like I still have flashbacks to a time I went to the gym with someone that is truly probably the most attractive person that I've ever met in my life. Who's a friend dude, of mine. That dude from no, the picture? No, a girl. Okay. Who's just like stunning. Is and it she Ben? Worked out, no, and she worked out all the time and she asked me to go with her one time and I was just like, <sighs> and she's like, we can go. And I was like, no, 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 you stay. I'll go. Like I just did not want to be I'm a burden. I'm myself out. And she walked me home because I think she was worried I was going to die on the street right. on the way well, back. But, like, it's annoying when other people aren't because, like, that this girl's just like, yeah, I'll just take up your time. Like, I right. get why that's frustrating, but I, it's, you know, I don't think it's me. Like, she's not trying to be annoying. No, so give her the benefit of the doubt of, of saying something nice to her and allowing her to be like, oh, my God, I didn't realize it. Yeah, I would, you know, give her the chance to be a person about it. And then stop answering her calls. And then run. Yeah, <laughs> run. She won't be able to chase you. <laughs> Do you want to read one? Uh, uh, do you want oh, to read it's so anonymous? Long? Yeah, because Liza oh, will listen to you better. Jesus. It's anonymous. This is long. Uh, <laughs> hi, Alon, baby. I'm hot Scotty and Tofu. I live in three-person share house. This is a fake. Uh, I'm 28. My housemates and I all went to high school together, so we know each other for about 15 years. I live with one guy, P, and a girl, M. P and I have very different morals and beliefs about the world, and we have just grown further and further apart. I've got so bad I'm embarrassed to introduce him to my friends as he always says things that offend people. He's entitled and obsessed with money, doesn't understand his own privilege. I've talked to my other housemate and she agrees with me, but she's home a lot less, doesn't make her as frustrated as it makes me. How do I ask him to move out and not completely ruin these years of friendships? I don't need to see him all the time in future, but I still want to be able to hang out with all our mutual friends. It sounds like you could answer a lot of these questions with the same answer. Just move out. You should move out. Uh, do Talk I have dude. the authority to kick him out, but I don't know if not liking someone as a person is grounds enough? Of course it is. But also, if you're not the landlord, you can't kick him out. Right. I mean, that's... I mean, if this were America, if this were America, he would sue you and, like, your life would be wrecked. Whose name's on the lease? Yeah, whose name is on the lease? Is the other girl willing to be like, yeah, we'd like you out? I don't know what, like, I'm assuming you're British or Australian. I don't know the term. What is it? Sharehouse. Sharehouse. Squatter's rights. Squatter's rights. So... I- I feel like you have to be, this person is offending people every time you hang out with them. Like, it sounds like you don't need to be friends with them anymore. Here's what it sounds like to me. You're in your 20s, right? Because you've been friends since you were 15 and they're sharing a house together, right? That sounds right. You are at that time in your life, I'm assuming it's like early 20s, where people are really starting to come into their own. And you start to realize that the friends you were assigned in grade school don't have to be your world. I am friends with almost none of the people 
that I was originally friends with 15 years ago. I wouldn't be friends with any of the kids that I thought were cooler on like a trip abroad or like when I first got to LA, like people change, you're starting to establish your identity. You don't need it. You don't need those friends. I would just move out if I were you, if you don't want to confront them. If you love this house and you want to get that other girl involved, but since it's only bothering you, move out. Don't worry about preserving that friendship. No. And if you can just move out and be like, later, dude. And in 10 years, he's going to come to you after he accidentally gets some girl pregnant. He'll be like, yeah, I was a real dick back then. Sorry. I hope we're cool. And you'll be like, don't know. Can't hear you from all my money. I'm going to top my money. <laughs> That's it. Just people are just growing and changing and you don't need to be friends with them. I'm not friends with like any of the dudes that like I was like friends with at like 23. Who cares? That's not true. I'm friends with like a couple, but like whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Kick it. Kick it. Kick him out. Kick it. Or you leave. Kick it. There's other houses. There's other share houses. Sharecroppers have houses. Van underscore Dutch underscore 11. Just listen to two hours of Eliza and Smokey Husky. Talk about relationship goals. My wife and I have been married for eight and a half years, together for 16, as we started dating a, the year of high school. The year of high school. <laughs> my wife's mother. Just the one. <laughs> my In the year of the high school. My wife's mother calls daily, even though we live 20 minutes away. It always seems like it is at the most inconvenient time. It is. I.e. in the middle of a toddler meltdown. My wife always picks up the phone and gets her ear talked off. I've mentioned that she doesn't need to answer all the time, but it still gets on my nerves. Any advice on how to bring this up in a constructive and loving manner? Thanks. P.S. I bought your book as a Christmas present for the wife. Thank you. Um. So, sorry, this is, the question is how to... Tell your wife that she doesn't need to pick up the phone all the time? Sounds like yeah. It sounds like, uh, yeah, uh, both of them need some help. The mother, the mother okay, doesn't need question. to call. The wife doesn't need to answer. Are you bigger than your wife? Grab the phone out of her hand. No. Strong arm her and be like, not today, Marilyn. Marilyn? Uh, I weirdly have a husband who's so tolerant. I always answer the phone. I'll be like, I'm FaceTiming my parents. Like, while we're in bed, he's like, I'm naked. You've never said anything about it, but I'd like to think that we're close enough that you I've could- said I don't like it. Yeah, but I, but I do it. I, yeah, I mean, I resigned myself to it. Whoa. Um, just say it to her. It sounded calm. like he did, and she still does it anyway. Maybe in the moment she's just used to like that kind of comfort. Maybe in that moment you have to be like, please don't. Like we're dealing with this as a family. Yeah, that's it. The mom, listen to me, mothers only, almost only call at an inconvenient time because nothing's ever convenient. Yeah, basically there's two things that can happen. One is you tell her to stop doing that and she stops doing it. And two is she doesn't and then it's up to you. To, Strong arm. No, just now you have to deal with the fact that it's going to keep happening. You could always leave the room. Just be like, fine, you and your mom deal with the situation. The truth is, when would you like your mother-in-law to call? When you're relaxing? No. When it's tumultuous? No. When you're cooking, no. When you're drunk together, no. Maybe not every, maybe they can set up a time that they talk each week. No, I don't think they need to do that. I just think your wife needs to be respectful of the fact that like, if you're dealing with something, like your toddler melting down, mm. that's not when to do it. Pick yeah, up you have to- Call her back. Try to change her habit. And if you can't change that, you have to change your reaction to it. This goes out to a share house person at all. If you can't change him, which you shouldn't, change your reaction or move out. You can only control yourself. I'm yeah, gonna, I don't know if move out. out is a good of advice on this one. Move out. <laughs> Gotta go. Move out. Every day. Yeah, fair. Well, my wife keeps answering uh, my mother-in-law on the phone, so I'm moving out. I've left relationships off to Biptar. for less. Don't say Biptar. Now they're going to know about my secret song. I'm pretty sure don't they knew about your secret song. No, now they're going to ask. 
about my secret song that they I sing. They would not have asked if you hadn't said anything about yeah, it. Yeah, now they're going to DM me about my secret song I sing every time I get on a plane to Boston. Don't ask me about it. <laughs> Don't ask me about the new single dropping on Thursday on Spotify. <laughs> Ship it off to Biptar. Don't ask about my secret song. With Eliza and the Biptones. Wait, no. <laughs> I'll just share it. Basically, drop kick. <laughs> well, whatever. Basically... I know we all know that like I sing songs about my dog and I've got gibberish words, but I have some that are just for me and I thought for my husband. <laughs> You've definitely said shipping off to Biptar on I have like Instagram never stories. I've said shipping off to Biptar. I've never shipped off to Biptar I want publicly. To weigh in on this. There's been no public shipping off of Biptar. <laughs> but now I have to tell them. You really, if he had just said I mean, the word and we had kept We cut out a million no, things on this podcast I don't want, already. Yeah, we cut out that racist rant of yours at the beginning <laughs> because I don't want, because. Uh, he said Bip because I don't want people to think he's weird. They're like, why did he say Biptar? It's just a sound. It's like not- how my husband always says I was stuck in bumpity bumpo traffic. <laughs> well, yeah. That's just coming up on the streets. I just hear that a no, lot. No, you don't. No one is saying bumpity bumpo. <laughs> it's just a lot of, of, you hear it on the streets a lot. All right, I'll share, I'll share this because I'm a pretty private person. Uh, word on the street is bumpity bumpo traffic on the 110 freeway. Dropkick Murphys had the song Shipping Up to Boston, which The Departed, like, made super famous. And it's a great song. And I, anytime I play Boston, I always use it for my compilation video, and I just love it. It's a great song. Get you going. Good drinking song. And there's a part where they go, we're shipping up to Boston. Whoa. And for the last several years, quietly to myself, I sing, shipping up to Biptar. And Biptar has become the word for Boston in my family, which my husband, when we went to Vermont, he called it Vermiptar. When I went to Montreal, we called it Montriptar. So it's become everything ends in Iptar. <laughs> shipping up to Biptar. I'll be shipping up there later this year for several shows. The film Ishtar we refer to as... Ishtar Persia. <laughs> anyway, shipping up to Biptar. What a relief. People are so glad that now they know. Well, the streets um, were rumbling. I was really curious, though, why you were smiling so widely when you were telling that story about not wanting to tell us about Biptar. Because I don't know. It feels like... I don't know. Now That's people know. Shipping up to Biptar. Cram your lamb. All right. Anonymous. Hi, Eliza and Emily and maybe Scott. I'm in my late 20s and recently married. My husband and I are going to start trying to get pregnant soon. My biggest worry is my best friend. She recently found out she can't. That's your biggest worry? Not infertility yeah, yeah, don't or have the a kid. weird baby? Yeah. <laughs> Strange baby, a serial killer baby. Your biggest worry, not climate change? Serial killer baby. Happens. Happens. My best friend's a pedophile. I don't know. <laughs> Do I let him watch her? <laughs> like if we're really in a bind. <laughs> he promises he won't do anything. She recently found out she can't get pregnant without hormone pills slash injections. She's super oh. upset about it. I feel bad we were laughing at her now. <laughs> and whenever anyone brings yep. up pregnancy or even complains about periods, she will make a negative comment related to her reproductive health issues. Oh, you have cramps? Well, at least you can have periods. It's not like she can't have kids. They haven't even tried yet. I feel like if I get pregnant soon, I won't be able to share anything with her because it will either hurt her feelings or she'll just turn it around, make it about her. Any advice how to handle this? Yeah, you talk to Same her. Same advice for everything else. everything else on this podcast. I, this is not, I don't, I'm not really in the world of like babies and baby talks and stuff like that. Um, but I do think this is a common thing for women and women that tend to get offended at the like, when are you going to have a baby question? A lot of times 
yes, it's like, I've got a career, fuck you. But a lot of times it is related to like, I can't and I don't want to talk about it. It is a sensitive issue, but she is your friend. And I, we, we all know what it's like when you want something so bad and someone else gets it and it's hard to be happy for them, but you need to have, this is your best friend. You need to have that come to Jesus with her. That being said, I wouldn't, um, uh, get pregnant in front of her. Well, sometimes, uh, I wouldn't preempt the preempt it by assuming she's going to have a certain reaction because that might not be what ends up happening. You might just want to do it if you end up getting pregnant with your uh, person you're trying to get pregnant with, and she could just be like really happy for you and excited. Or if she, she'll probably be really if happy. If she's but weird about it, inside. yeah. And if she's weird about it, then but I, sometimes I think you could end up making it worse by yeah. anticipating a reaction that maybe is worse than it would actually. Because she might be. be like, oh my god, of course for you I'd be happy. So here's what and you I'd do. I'd be mad that you. Why would you think yeah, that yeah, I yeah. would? Live, Be that way. Live your life boldly. Go forth in the direction of your dreams. I made that quote up. Just enjoy your life. Just enjoy your life. Or was that just for you also? Um, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> oh, the robot restaurant song. Our house, we only speak in song. That's uh, not true. We're a musical family with a musical plan. Um, live your life. I have had friends that were a little jealous, and it's not, they weren't angry at me, but they wanted their own, you know, moment in the sunlight, whatever, the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> they were kidnapped. Um, and I learned a very long time ago, like, just keep on living your life and they will either support you as best they can or they'll just be jealous and they'll fade away. You don't want someone in your life who you have to uh, curtail your stories and who you have to dim your light for. You wouldn't put up with it in a relationship with a man and you shouldn't put up with a friend. She's allowed to relate that to herself and feel like a little bad, but I'm sure if she really cares about you, she can hold those two ideas separately. Like, wow, I feel bad for myself, but I'm so happy for my friend. And if she can't, then that's where you part ways. But don't dim any of your light because of her. You don't have to rub it in her face, like take a pregnancy test and like shove it up her nose or anything, but yeah. you're allowed to be excited for it. Everybody in this story has so much to say about shove their it periods. Up her nose. Yeah, stop talking about periods too. What are you, an open micer? Can't, can't. Okay, do you wanna, I'm gonna have you read this one because I think it's interesting and it's a longer one. It's anonymous. New Year, same problems. Hi, Eliza, Emily, and Scott. Who's <laughs> texting you? It doesn't matter. Is it a dude? Oh, text Can I open it? No. Is it a dude? Yes. Can I, I open it? Who is he? Who is he? Do you want, let me look at it. No. I'm. Not, is it a boy? Question. Is it a boy? Yes. Is it a boy you it's like? Qu- I don't know. Oh, my God! Who's question? Can I look at your text? What if I open it? It was just like the raunchiest naked <laughs> photos of Emily, like tied up. She's like, you like that, Daddy? <laughs> I choose not to respond to this. Okay, because she's my employee. Uh, Don't sue me. (laughs) New Year, same problems. Hi, Eliza, Emily, and Scott. How can I deal with my toxic boss? Little background. I work at a 15-person company in the finance department. Snore. My job is super boring, okay? (laughs) And I'm very good at it, so it leaves a lot of time for idle chit-chat. Oh, this is a long one. When I started there earlier this year, I was so excited because everyone who works there is nice and so welcoming, but I started to notice that my direct supervisor was the center of a lot of conflict. At the Christmas party in front of eight of my coworkers, she told the guy I sit next to that I don't like him, which isn't oh. true. And then proceeded to tell the whole room that she works harder than them. Also not true. She has not apologized. Was she drunk? She must've been. At all to anyone uh, that she behaved this way. Some coworkers even told me she does this every year. Beyond this one incident, she will inject herself into, I think, inject herself into your personal problems. Anything you eat, she judges you for it. Anything, any ache you feel because of what you eat, which is not true seeing how I've had arthritis in my spine for 25 years. One donut or burger isn't going to make or break 
Okay, this is very personal. She told me that my parents just have to get over them not getting along. My parents have been divorced since 1999, so that isn't about to happen. Since the Christmas party, she has started to try to alien... Why is this woman knowing about your personal life if you don't like her? Like, why are you telling her anything? She has started to try and alienate me from my coworkers that she's having an issue with. I talk to someone too long or they talk to me too much, and then she manipulates a document to her supervisor to make... This is... I have to pretend to be friendly with her. Otherwise, she'll try to ostracize me too, but I'm not sure how reasonably to manage the mental toll she's taking on me. I would quit, but I'm in school. This job is four minutes from my house and I enjoy every other person I work with. Uh, call HR. Call HR. Get if your you HR have one. It might not be right. that big of a company. Some companies don't have that. Um, but uh, my advice always with this know, stuff I've is... Like uh, I've never had a job. I don't have HR. Depending on what state you're in. <laughs> but in general, you want to actually, you know, document the stuff that's happening that are actually real offenses mm. and put them in an email and write them to a superior. And that way it's all cataloged and organized. And um, at a certain point, you know, if there's enough evidence against the person, then then they, they have to deal with it one way or the other. I had a friend like this who worked at a small company and her boss was like jealous of her. She's a, like a pretty girl. Um, and she would get drunk and stuff like this and one time tried to push her in the pool. Like, she just sounds like someone who's really pathetic and, like, thinks she's this, like, Machiavellian manipulator and probably is just, like, deep down kind of sad and probably only has this job. You can either form an alliance with everyone else and it can become, like, a sort of bread and circus, like how funny it is to watch this woman spiral, or just document everything and try to minimize your interaction with her. Yeah, this idea of, like, of, like, worrying about snitching in the workplace. Like, no, any actual person who owns this company or runs this company knows what they're doing um, would want this information and would want to be able to run their company the right way. And a person like this just makes everyone else's job more miserable um, and makes the workplace a a worse place. Yeah, hopefully your advisor would be like, let's call a meeting and people can, you know, as long as everybody knows your intentions and how you work and that you're inscrutable, then this woman hopefully will just hang herself. Not That came out wrong. But you know what I mean. But yes, she can make the whole place so toxic it affects the business in a big way. Yeah. So people, people like that don't know. last long. Yeah, and if you somebody, if you allow someone who's bad at their job to continue working somewhere, the people who are good at their job all become worse. At well, their she job. could be good at her job, and she's just a shitty person. It doesn't That's sound like it's a difficult of the job. job. She's manipulating. I mean, it's the finance department, so it's not like teamwork. If you're making everyone else miserable, yeah, you got to just job. document all of it and then go to someone and be like, like a like a full on like bombshell takedown piece. Publish it in the company newsletter. Kick it. I made copies of my butt last week. Kick it. Uh, are you ready for Top of the Cop? Who's <laughs> Who is he? He's is my Top me? of the Cop. I'll tell you oh. that much. Me from dating app. <gasps> uh, do not go out with this person. <laughs> also, I'm sorry. That is the least sexiest. Like, the only less sexy thing is lunch. <laughs> I, I used to go on a lot of copy first dates. In the morning easier. at 10 a.m.? Yeah, and then I can go about yeah, my like, day. I've been at the movies for three hours. Well, no, it's a yeah, it's a safety. Get thing. in and get out. Get drunk. And if you don't like them, then you're out. You know, right back. Okay, bucko. Six bucks in twenty off. minutes. Write it right now. Be like, why don't you suck my dick? I also think it's way easier to. Um, I might have already given this advice on this podcast. Please give it. It's way uh, easier to know whether you like someone or not over coffee. Sometimes when there's alcohol sure. involved, always you, when there's alcohol involved. You know. Anyway. Uh. I went to, I was at a Golden Globes event and I met Jason Momoa because we have the same agent and I wasn't going to drink that night. I had like a drink, but I haven't been drinking and I am such a fan of his. And I think I said something along the lines of, you can just tell you're a really good guy. You're like a good guy 
the movie star. Like, you're a movie star of the people. And I was like, he's not, oh my God, just walk away. So alcohol makes everything worse. That's nice. Oh my God. I said the dumbest, you're, you could tell you're a star of the people. Oh, and I just went off and I was like, he'll never remember who this like random white person was. So it's fine. People's champ. People's, you're the people's giant. Is that the rock, like the people's elbow or something? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, do you have Not my president. Cops? Hit, kick it! It's the top of the cob. We're doing it right. Every day, you just take a bite. Top of the cob. My top of the cob is not washing my hair. You're not supposed to wash your hair, ever. You're supposed to wash it like once a month. Um, and I wash it like once a week. And I like that it gets a little greasy. I get my hair colored so that I can wash it less. And I'm not gonna lie, I enjoy the satisfaction of like pulling out all the hair at the end but I always have it under a cap because it's healthier for your hair to wash it less. I don't smell. My scalp doesn't smell. And uh, I think it's better. So I enjoy not washing my hair. It's like a fun, messy bun. (laughs) My husband's like, I don't enjoy her not washing her hair. He didn't notice. I don't care. Okay. Uh, my top of the cob is, uh, I just watched, uh, Little Women, and I really liked it a lot. I thought it was a very good movie, and I was, uh, very emotionally drawn to it, and it was, uh, it was lovely. I just thought it was a very good movie. Do you want to sing the song? Uh, which song? Directed by... Oh. <laughs> Go on, sing it. Well, do you want to give context? Yeah, but I don't remember how we came up we with We were watching that show, Unbelievable, on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And it's all, you know, about women and... It Rape. was directed by a woman and written by a woman, so Eliza started singing the song. At the credits would come out at the end, she'd go, written by a woman, directed, directed by, by a woman, woman, produced by a woman, edited by a woman, craft service by a woman, custom by a woman, okayed by a man. And so we do that for everything. It's always written by a woman, chef by a woman, chocolate by a woman. So at the end of the movie, I was alone watching while she was at a town. It was like very emotional, and the credits came out, and I was like, written by a woman, directed by a woman. <laughs> What's your top of the cob? My top of the cob is also movie related, but it's when you find like a trashy old movie. I watch this movie called Ninja Cheerleaders from 2008. So then I go to look at what those actors are doing now. None of them have done anything since 2012. So I started trying to find their IMDb's to see if they were dead or their their Instagrams. And they're alive and they're okay and they have families. But I really enjoyed the journey I went on with them from Ninja Cheerleaders to trying to like start a candle company. You know, like, please do something else. I thought you were going to be like, on the top of the cob is, they're all dead. <laughs> I truly was like, oh, no, none of them have acted since 2012, and that was so long ago. Are they okay? They're the, fine. The vehicle wasn't the linchpin. <laughs> it had George Takai. Takai? And it was... Takai? Takai. This is... Takai? How do you spell it? T-A-K-E-I? Takai. If it's Japanese, then it's Takai. Takai. Maryland. There's ninja cheerleaders and there's cheerleader ninjas, and those are two separate films. Crap-pow! Don't get it twisted! My bottom of the cob, uh, the seats on, first of all, the whole airline of Air Canada, which oftentimes is your only choice. The seats, and I'm even in first class, so I can't imagine how horrific it is in coach. Um, They're always like, please bring your seats to an upright position, and they're like, mesdames and messieurs, and they do it in French. My bottom of the cob part is, the seats in their resting position are, I swear, at an 88-degree angle. The mm-hmm. inward, okay. Yeah. You thought I didn't know. What no, I was obtuse. trying to picture it. And an acute angle. Yeah. It's like so, and then they have this like weird leather pillow that's stuck to the seat that's supposed to be comfortable, and it just forces your head forward. 
I don't know what Gumby test dummy they test us on, but the seats are terrible and uh, they're awful, Air Canada, and and uh, do better. Uh, I realize I think I might have already had this same bottom of the cob before. It was about me being upset about anybody ever being upset that you didn't see any movie. At any oh, point, yeah. I'm always against that. What? I hate that. You haven't seen, my example is always Boondock Saints for some reason. <laughs> oh, that's a great, that's a, such a film um, schooler. But then along those same lines, I also noted people getting really mad about like award nominations and things like that. But that being said, uh, you know, justice for Greta. Greta Gerwig <laughs> didn't get a director nomination. Justice for Greta. And it's because it, it's a bunch of old white men getting mad about women Directing movies. Uh, 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 that's not right. Uh, uh, directing my woman. <laughs> What's your bottom of the cop? My bottom of the cop is sad. When I drive home, sometimes I feel car sick, and that makes me sad. <laughs> Why can't you just be the daughter I want you to be? Why can't you have a real answer? Everything's like, I was watching Angel Turd Part 7 <laughs> on Sewer Rats, The Revenge. Like, why can't it ever be a normal movie and a normal thing? I told you I didn't like any of the movies that are... Oscar movies. Wait, I haven't seen Little Women. Have you seen? So, what's of the movies that have gotten some Academy Award nominations? Which one are you the least opposed to? No, this is a different podcast. Guess out of all, she saw nothing. She doesn't like The Irishman. She doesn't know who Martin Scorsese is. I didn't see that. Of course not. You haven't seen anything. Valid. You're like, I watched... You liked Bombshell, right? Wasn't yes. that your favorite movie? There you go. <laughs> you guys like suck. Bombshell. You know what? Why don't you guys have your own podcast? I'm taking my equipment. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.